You are listening to Wow Wish Only Well Radio with your host, Siobhan Gross, marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, and motivational speaker. Wow Radio Show is designed to encourage, inspire, and motivate you to be the best version of yourself. My guests and I come to educate and uplift. We come to Wow to help you get on and stay on your road to greater. Today is a good day to Wow. Wish only well all across the world. Let's go. Wherever you are in the world, good day, good people, good day, and welcome to WOW, Wish Only Well radio show, where I am your host, Shervon Gross, marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, and motivational speaker. Listen, guys, it is Thursday. It is a great Thursday. It is a terrific Thursday indeed, and I am so excited to have a special guest in the studio with me um, today. So listen, guys, you know how we do it. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead on and introduce to you uh, my special guest, Daniel Schaefer. Okay, so let me just tell you all about him because you know how we do. We do justice by properly introducing those who come and uh, be a guest here on the Wild Radio Show. So Daniel Schaefer was born in Zanesville, Ohio. He began his radio career in Cambridge, Ohio in 1967 as the morning show host on WOW Radio. Upon his honorable discharge from the U.S. Navy as a journalist third-class petty officer, he resumed his radio career. Daniel moved to Phoenix, Arizona, where he hosted the morning program on KNIX AM for Book Owings Broadcasting. While hosting his radio show at Nick, he was in high demand for commercial projects. How awesome is that? Both radio and television. For dozens of clients in Phoenix, um, Flagstaff, and Yuma. At that time, Daniel became a member of the Screen Actors Guild and AFTRA. Continuing to work for Book Owings Broadcasting, he moved to Bakersfield, California as the morning host on the Book Owings Country Music flagship station, KUZZ. In May of 1999, Daniel created the morning program on Christian music radio station, 88.3 Life FM. How awesome is that? Since that time, he has been a vital part of the Life FM team, currently hosting the evening program, A Light in the Night. I absolutely love that. Daniel also worked as an actor in Los Angeles, guest starring on TV shows, Hotel, Growing Pains, The Practice, and was a regular performer on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Daniel also had featured roles on General Hospital, for all my soap operas out there, um, and Fort Charles. Oh, my goodness. He was also known by, by many people as a Pizza Hut monk in a commercial for Pizza Hut. So, listen, we know that this is going to be a great conversation, and we are ready to get it started, guys. You know how we do. We wow, wish only well all across the world. So, without further ado, let's welcome to the Wild Radio Show, Mr. Dan Daniel Schaefer, come on, Mr. Dan. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Siobhan. Thank you for that uh, sterling introduction. <laughs> Listen, I'll give you I that get five bucks here in a minute. <laughs> I get so excited about reading it because you've had such a great life. It seems you've been all around and done a lot of things. Yeah, it's kind of nifty. I have enjoyed 
I can't say I've enjoyed every minute of it, but yeah, most of the minutes, close to an hour at least. Uh, <laughs> come on, it's got to be more than that. <laughs> so, I mean, you have an yeah. interesting uh, path, like uh, career-wise. Uh, I mean, you've been, you've done radio, and you've had, uh, you've done some television work. Um, but what stood out to me also was that you uh, served in the United States Navy. So, tell us about that. Well, I was stationed in Charleston, South Carolina during the Vietnam War um, on a submarine tender. That's a repair ship. The USS Howard W. Gilmore, AS-16, uh, Submarine Squadron 4, uh, was based in Charleston. I think they're in Savannah now. I'm not sure. A few years ago they were. They keep moving the home ports on uh, Subron 4, so I don't, I don't know where they are now. Mm-hmm. I've not kept up with that. But mm-hmm. I worked, um, I wanted, what I really wanted to do was Armed Forces Radio in Vietnam, and uh, if not in Vietnam proper, uh, be on one of the radio stations on an aircraft carrier, uh, or one of the other ships that had their own uh, shipboard radio stations. And so I thought, hey, the, the best path to that is to be a journalist. So I took all the correspondence courses you have to take uh, to advance to third-class petty officer. I got that, and then I, uh, I didn't have enough time left in service to transfer, so I, I worked in the chaplain's office um, sending out those Fleet Hometown News Center uh, reports. You know, little Johnny Smith from Zanesville, Ohio, has just reported aboard the USS Howard W. Gilmore where he works in the engine room, you know, things like that. Uh-huh. And uh, that that was the main part of my job after that, and uh, uh, tried to put out a ship's newsletter. And then when I got out, I went into the reserves for a few years. And now as an old man, I think, sure wish I'd have stayed in. I could have had that <laughs> retirement package. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What was, what was I thinking? <laughs> You were young at that time. You weren't thinking about that. You were just like, okay, let me move on to the next level, <laughs> my next yeah, assignment, I right? I was trying to be a big star. <laughs> yes, yes, I see. And you were working You were working towards that, too. Listen, I wish that the radio listeners could see um, this handsome man in a Navy uniform here. You know, um, we uh, Dan and I were trying to go uh, do the TV show, which we will do the TV show. We had a technical issues uh, trying to get the TV show, um, uh, trying to go live on the TV show, but that's okay because, we're going to do the TV show because you got to see this handsome fella, right? And so uh, I wanted to, sh- I wanted him to share if he would, because you know, Dan, you just you've provided so much information to me, right? Um, and I just well, first let me pause and thank you for your service. You know, the time that you spent because it was still very beneficial, and uh, so thank you for that, for sacrificing and being willing to do what it is to serve uh, our country. So thank you so much for that. Well, thank you, Siobhan. You know, back in the 60s, we didn't get a lot of whole, a whole lot of those comments. <laughs> there was a whole different mindset uh, toward those in uniform back in the 60s. But uh, I, I appreciate, and I, I think I can speak for most Vietnam veterans, um, 
we appreciate the turnaround in uh, the way people talk to us uh, about our service. Uh, you know, we we served because you know we were raised by the greatest generation, uh -huh. uh, the people who fought in World War II. My father was in the Navy in World War II. Wow! Uh -huh. And uh, and never saw the ocean. He was stationed in Norman, Oklahoma, at a naval air station as a fire and rescue guy pulling student pilots out of airplanes they forgot to put the landing gear down on <laughs> things wow. like that um and so it was something that i knew i was going to go into the to the service my brother was in the army and his son just retired from the army here about a year ago oh, wow. as a sergeant major mm -hmm. so and our our service goes back. Uh, I had a fifth great grandfather who was at uh, Valley Forge with George Washington. So we've been how, out a while in that sense. Yeah. Oh, how amazing is that? I mean, service in your family runs deep. Oh my goodness, I love that. Absolutely love it. Yes. All I, right. I also complained a lot though while I was in. I was a whiner. <laughs> But you still did it, though. That's the, that's the part. It was like, even though you were a whiner, hey, listen, that reminds me. Like, I whine sometimes, too, when I have to go to work, when I want to do something other than work, when I want to lay out and yeah. take a day off and do something. So, listen, we're, I think we're entitled to. We have a right to whine sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's that old thing where you kind of you kind of dance around with your arms hanging loose at your side going, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Not today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so listen, I know, listen, there was this really special lady in your life, right? Um, and uh, you got to be, be the uh, uh, prom king and, 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 ex, and escort, well, escort this um, beautiful uh, woman um, to a very special event. Can you tell the listeners who this person is and tell us about the event? That was my mother, Marion Schaefer. Uh, mm -hmm. She fought a, of course, losing battle with dementia uh, the last, I don't know, four or five years of her life. And it was in the last two years it really started to get bad. Um, she sat next to me uh, a lot of times. I would be typing my book mm -hmm. on my laptop computer sitting here in the Lazy Boy chair, and Mom would be sitting on the couch next to me trying to play solitaire on her telephone. And um, there's a, a place here in Bakersfield, California, called the uh, Alzheimer's Disease Association of Kern County, ADAKC, and they have an adult daycare center, which three days a week I would take her in there so she could have some uh, some fun with folks. And they had a um, they had what they called the senior prom, uh, <laughs> and their motto was "The heart never forgets." Oh my gosh, how amazing is that? Yeah, and. They elected my mother prom queen, and because she was my date, I got to be the prom king. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> How wonderful. I think one of the, the highlight to that to me, though, was uh, one of the great memories I have as a child was my mother and father loved big bands music, 
and of course then so did I, you know, Count Basie <laughs> and uh, Glenn Miller and Harry James and all those guys. And uh, they, uh, I requested from the DJ that night if he could play some Glenn Miller music because my mother and father used to put on the stereo, turn it up full blast, and jitterbug in the uh, family room. And so I don't jitterbug, but I can kind of, I do have some sense of rhythm. I mean, you have some steps, you have some steps, right? Uh-huh. So I, I know a few steps. I I was a disco <laughs> king back in the 70s. So. Oh, come on now, Mr. Dan, tell it all, yes. <laughs> I, I could get it on with the best of them, well, semi-best anyway. Love it. Uh, so I, I asked the DJ if he had any Glenn Miller music, and he played Moonlight Serenade. And so I uh, uh, got up and danced with my mom. Um, and, you know, that was, I think that was her highlight of that evening, too, besides being the prom queen. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we buried her two years ago back in Zanesville, we had her prom queen sash on her, along with the dress that she wore to the prom that night. My goodness, Paul. Yeah. Yes. I've come um, to the conclusion that I I hate Alzheimer's and dementia with yeah. an absolute passion. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just, oh, I wish that we could rid, rid the world of that, right, and that there would be a cure for yeah. it. It's so heartbreaking. Uh, my, my father is uh, in the early stages of dementia. Um, and oh. so, yeah. There's something... So it's uh, kind of hard to this, see, you know. It's hard up, to see. I was going to say, look this up, Siobhan. It's called the Ten Commandments of... I think it's Ten Commandments of Alzheimer's or the Ten Commandments of um, uh, dementia. And it's, okay. it's a guide for those of us who are caregivers. And okay. how to relate to them. Um, see if you can find that one. Maybe look up your local um, adult um, or, or association, Alzheimer's Disease Association branch, and see if they know about the Ten Commandments of, I think it's dementia. How amazing is that? Because I've never heard of that. So thank you for sharing that resource. Yeah. Cause I definitely will be looking that up. Yeah, there are little tips they give you, things like, you know, if uh, if they talk about um, going outside to talk to the donkey you've got in your backyard, um, you know, basically don't argue with them. Okay. Just, just kind of play along. And they, you know, they're convinced when they see something. You know, in mom's last year here at home, uh, there were things. There were times that she kept seeing her grandmother, and then she would point over toward the uh, uh, sliding patio door, and she'd say, "There's that man again." And I'd look to see who he was, and I didn't see him. And then I came to find out she was seeing her father. Uh, so I'm convinced that God was putting those people in her vision as a comfort uh, comfort thing for her. Oh, wow, yeah. And I found it. It's um, Well, this is out of Tennessee, the 10 absolutes of Alzheimer's care. Never argue yeah, instead of curiosity, the first yeah. one. Yes. Oh, this yeah, is one. 
Thank you so much for sharing that information, not just with me, but I'm sure that we have some listeners out there that can benefit from this kind of information too. Um, this is one of the things I love about having guests on here because they not only tell their stories, but they share information um, to encourage or inspire or motivate or even sometimes support. Um, you know, just a bit of information is, you know, can even be a, a, a biggest source of support. Uh, for someone. So thank you so much for sharing that information. You mentioned it's too, about, yes, so you mentioned about uh, uh, growing up um, in this particular uh, town, which you had shared a picture with me uh, of it. And so I guess this can segue into this book that you have written because it is is a book that took you some quite some time to uh, write, uh, but it's, it's a real interesting um, concept of how you came about uh, doing this. So let's get into conversation if you want to about your book. Are you ready to talk about that? Or you want to talk I'm a little bit about you might You might need to set the setting first. I know you showed it. Um, I have a picture here, like I said, and we'll share it when you do the TV show. Um, is Zanesville, is it Muscom, Mus, Muscom County? Muskingum. Muskingum County. The first time, Muskingum right. County in Ohio. Um, right. Oh, one interesting thing too, though, that you shared that your mother's maiden name was Dickerson, and Wallace was one of the family names way back in your heritage. Right. Yeah. So, so my main you... character, the, mm-hmm. his name is Robert Wallace, mm-hmm. and he's an investigative reporter for a satellite news network type program, uh, and based in New York City, and he goes all over the world. And all of a sudden, millions of people all over the world are missing. And they just can't figure out what has happened. And so that's, you know, he takes it upon himself as an investigative reporter to find out what's going on. And there's a group of people who are wanting the world to know that um, all these missing people were taken up in spaceships by people from the Andromeda Galaxy and taken up there as part of a cultural exchange. But as uh, Wallace does deeper investigation, uh, he finds little things like uh, one of the writers at the, in the newsroom where he works was a devout Christian who always had his Bible on his desk. And so Wallace goes and picks up the Bible, and there's a note inside that says uh, something to the effect that Uh, If you're reading this right now, it's highly possible I haven't been to work for several days. Let me tell you about what we Christians call the rapture and uh, where all the believers will be taken out of the world. And uh, that begins his in-depth investigation trying to find out what it's all about. And it takes him to western Pennsylvania to a little town called Scottdale, um, it's a town that my grandfather, Reverend Frank Schaefer, grew up in. And then they move on into Zanesville, Ohio. I thought I would throw that in because, hey, I know what this town looks like. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. And then they wind up going to Dresden and Trinway, uh, which is a little tiny town north of Zanesville. And... Uh, they gather together with other Christians there, and there's a lot of 
a lot of revelations made uh, about a man called, um, let me think what his name is, his character, the character's name is Paulino Esposito. Mm-hmm. And he is the man who comes to power as uh, a new world leader. And part of his thing is he brings peace to the Middle East. Um, Israel is uh, just relaxing in peace because her neighbors are not attacking her anymore, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And this peace is really great. But Wallace is continually trying to uh, wake people up and let them know that, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, this Esposito guy is uh, he's what the Bible, what people who believe in the Bible call the Antichrist. Uh Now, the Bible, I don't think the Bible uses the term Antichrist, but it does use the term the evil one, Uh, you know, terms such as that. And so it's a, you know, a lot of the, uh, the inspiration for this came as you're getting more and more information from the government saying, yes, we've, yeah, we've got people seeing flying saucers, military people and law enforcement people. So, yeah, maybe there's something to this flying saucer stuff. And so I got to thinking, so what if all the talk of flying saucers was a setup as a way to explain away what happens to millions of people who suddenly are missing? And then the rest of it was... I was basically riffing as I wrote, trying to think of uh, what would happen in this scenario or what would happen in that scenario, et cetera. And um, one of the things I try to put across is the new batch of believers, those who were, uh, I I can use the term left behind, but not in the sense of it's the book series. That was another set of books and motion pictures that uh, were very popular. Right. It's the same basic storyline in the sense that millions of people are missing and other people are left behind and they start to investigate this Christianity stuff and start to believe themselves. And uh, there's turmoil between them and the authorities constantly. Wow, that's... that's, um Amazing. So, and it happened around, if I remember, recalled uh, that you kind of came up with the, the notion, as you mentioned, around the time that people were, uh, the, the whole notion about uh, there being uh, aliens, and, uh, spaceships, sightings, and all of that thing. And so that's how you came, kind of tied the two with that, uh, with the rapture um, that is uh, uh, talked about or referred uh, in the Bible. Um, the believers in Christ talk about the rapture, Jesus' return, and all of that. And so you use that to kind of, to, to as the basis, really, of your book, which is entitled The Missing, The Andromeda Connection, right? Correct, yes. It's available through Amazon.com, and uh, that is, uh, as of right now, that's the only place it's available, uh, except uh, here in Bakersfield there's a bookstore that carries it, and uh, I'm working on a new cover. Uh, the, the the cover that you see now on Amazon.com is one that I came up with using 
just you know kind of generic design tools, and I've never considered That's pretty myself impressive. an <laughs> yeah, but the the new one I think is going to pop better, and the the description of the book is a little bit better. I've had friends start to read it and go, "Oh man, I don't like science fiction." Yeah, and I try to let them know because it starts off with flying saucer sightings. Mm-hmm. And I try to let them know that um, well, it's it's not a science fiction book. It's about the rapture. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I wrote a new description that gets to that point quicker than my first description did. See, I'm new at this writing stuff. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I get the book cover uploaded and ready to roll, that one will be available too. But the and interior thought, of the book is still basically the same. Yes, and I saw the new uh, you cover. You shared it with me, and I said I like it because it does pop. I like color. Yeah. I like the thing. So I'm like, yeah, that it definitely does um um, yeah, a big pop in that. So you started writing this story, though. It took you a while um, because even like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you mentioned your mom and uh, her uh, fight with alt- a battle with Alzheimer's. And uh, so, but you started writing this in 2018. Right, yeah. That, that was when I, when I actually, you know, I started thinking about it maybe a year or two before that but I finally started putting it on paper in my computer in 2018. And I would, you know, as mom and I sat here next to each other in the evening hours or in the afternoon, uh, you know, there would be times when she had to get up from the couch and I had to help her with some issues. And then I would come back and I'd sit down after having been gone for a half hour or so and uh, then I'd reread what I had just written so I could get back into the sling, swing of things. Mm-hmm. And so it took me about three years totally to write it. And I'm thinking now about possible side stories from this book that I can put into other books with some of the other characters in there and what they go through. That would be... So you're... So are you saying that we may have a spinoff from, you know, from this book? May some of it may uh, uh, lead into you writing other books and using the characters to have other stories? Yeah, that's, I think that's what I'm going to try to do. It's, yeah. uh, it's something I, I think, you know, I may be overinflated in my thinking here, but I think it's a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's suspenseful. It is. Uh, yeah. There are some thriller moments in it, and um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a mystery, but there are some mysterious things that do happen in it. And um, you know, Frank Peretti years ago wrote a book. Uh, what was it called? Uh, not Clear and Present Danger, but um, I just went just went blank on his book title. But it had demonic characters in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the characters in my book are uh, space alien, quote unquote, but they're not really space aliens. They came up here from the bowels of hell, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, so that is, uh, that's the difference, I think, between mine and. Uh, uh, the great uh, Left Behind series. 
And so maybe I can, you know, maybe I can get a couple more books out of that. I'm also working on a, a series of detective novels with a friend of mine who is a retired Bakersfield homicide detective, and he's a very devout Christian. And we've talked a little bit about the issues that cops go through as Christians and the kind of stuff they see on a daily basis that is just, you know, it would make you and me just wither on the vine. Right. And how they have to overcome some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm I'm trying to, I have a a police chaplain friend who's going to help guide me into how do I still make this more gritty book still a Christian-based book. Uh, So we're going to, you know, that that was still in the fairly early development stages yet. Okay, then that sounds good. So I wanted to just uh, share what you had uh, written um, uh, to me. And it said, in 2018, I began writing The Missing, The Andromeda Connection. It is written not as a Bible study, nor to spark debate as to when, if, or how the rapture will happen. I am well aware that Christians have many differing views about pre-tribulation or post-tribulation timing for the rapture. Please read the story as I meant it to be, which is important, a story to entertain as well as a story that might encourage deeper thoughts about your relationship with Christ. It is my hope and prayer that if you read The Missing, The Andromeda Connection, you will enjoy the story, and if you do, Please leave a brief review on Dan's Amazon page. Blessings, Daniel Schaefer. I love it, Dan. I love it. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm so glad that you. Yes, I'm so glad that you took time out of your schedule to come and share with us about your book that you have and to tell us some interesting things about uh, your life. Um, We never even got into talk about, um, you know your uh, career paths or moves in terms of the t- uh, TV um, show, you know, um, you popping up on these uh, uh, big name shows and movies and landing a commercial with Pizza Hut, just just an all-around great guy. But even though we don't have time for it today, we definitely will be sharing that information uh, on the TV show so people will have to wa- watch the WOW, Wish Only Well uh, live TV show with me as your host. Um, and Dan as my special guest, and we will talk about that, um, talk some more about uh, his book, The Missing, The Andromeda Connection. You can get that book at Amazon um, right now. And um, any any other last words that you have for the viewers, uh, Dan, before we uh, close out the show? Well, like I said, uh, Siobhan, it, it's um, more than anything, it is it's entertainment. But it is entertainment that, as uh, as I mentioned to you there, I hope it sparks uh, a seed of let me investigate more about uh, about Christ. You know, maybe a non-Christian might read this and you know read it and go, "Oh, brother, these Christians here they go again." <laughs> but then start thinking, you know, maybe I better look into this. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, how much time do we have left? Uh, we have about three minutes left. Okay, I'll tell you a real quick story. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of the rapture at all when I was growing up. 
uh, and I grew up in the church. Uh, but I uh, I started hearing. Uh, I had a dream one night in the late 1970s, and in this dream, I had just left my uh, radio station job, and I was sitting at a traffic light waiting for it to change, and all of a sudden, I physically left the car and started flying skyward. And I thought, whoa, what happened? There was no crash, but I'm, I'm not in the car anymore. And I'm looking around, watching the ground disappear, just lightning speed. And I, all of a sudden, I look up ahead of me, and going upwards ahead of me is just millions of sheep. And I'm following behind them, watching their little tails wag. And pretty soon, the daylight goes away, and we're into space. And I look, and coming towards us is this wedge-shaped group of millions and millions of people all dressed in white. And right at the point of that wedge is Jesus. And as I flew past them, I wanted to move towards Jesus in excitement, and he... he shook his finger at me and pointed to the rear of the pile for me to get, just get in line. <laughs> and so I shared that, I shared that dream with somebody because it was such a vivid dream. Yeah. And this person said, whoa, you had a dream about the rapture. I said, the what? The oh. rapture. And I said, well, what's that? And they had to explain to me about this belief among some Christians about how in the time just before Jesus returns or uh, just after he returns or whenever, he's going to pull all the believers out of the world. And how Lindsay um, wrote The Late Great Planet Earth, which is a really pretty good book, I thought, when I finally read that. And it explains a lot of this kind of stuff uh, about the Holy Spirit being removed from the world which will allow um, an antichrist to come to power. Mm -hmm. And I found that fascinating, and so mm -hmm. that's, that's how I got to where I am now. Wow. Yeah. It is interesting that you say that because, I mean, I'm you know, very familiar with uh, that, uh, hearing that about the rapture and the antichrist um, and, and, and such of that. So, you know, I'm looking forward to finishing reading uh, your book, uh, and thank you for sharing a copy with me. So hopefully by the time the TV show actually airs, I will finish uh, reading your book. Um, it is, it, you know, once you, you get into reading it, it, it definitely captures your, you, you want to get to the next and say, okay, let me read, let me keep going to see what's going to happen next. So it grabs your attention. So. Yeah, so thank you so much for, uh, you know, just putting pee into the paper and coming up with this and, and then the, having the fortitude to even think about someone reading that for the story just as a story who may not be a believer in Christ and how they may be uh, led to uh, find out more and then be converted uh, as a result of, of researching and finding out more uh, because of words that you put together here to formulate this uh, book. So, yeah, so again, Dan, thank you so much for taking time out to come. I can't wait uh, to have you as a guest on the TV show um, so that we can share all of the pictures that we happen to mention here on the radio show. So thank you so much for your time um, uh, to, um, today, and uh, we will um, be back 
um, next week for the WOW uh, radio show um, next Thursday at 1 p.m. EST and the WOW Wish Only Well Live TV show uh, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So, guys, you know how we do it. We WOW Wish Only Well all across the world. So enjoy the rest of your evening, day, wherever. Just enjoy it um, and the upcoming weekend. And we will see you guys or talk to you guys again next week. That's all for our show tonight. Be blessed.